0: it's always a pleasure to be joined by Lyle Shelton, the Managing Director of the Australian Christian Lobby on the programme. Uh, Lyle, good morning. Good morning, Alan. The, um, the, the poll that's been leading the news this morning, which uh, shows really the, the coalition has bounced back from all the shenanigans around the dumping of, of Tony Abbott and appears to be doing extraordinarily well.
1: Yes, this is quite extraordinary, Alan. The uh, Ipsos poll. Uh, reported in the Financial Review, Australian Financial Review, over the weekend shows uh, the Coalition ahead 53 points to 47 over Labor. Uh, this is a massive turnaround in the fortunes of the government, which had been languishing in the polls uh, for more than a year under Tony Abbott.
0: It's a surprise because in the past we've talked about how how voters don't like the, the whole business of, of dumping a leader halfway through a session. Uh, and yet in this case, they do seem to like it.
1: Yes, it, it's hard to know what interpretation to put on this. I think uh, certainly there's this initial honeymoon period. Um, I think there would be um, an unease about the way that uh, Malcolm Turnbull came to the prime ministership. But uh, certainly voters uh, who are participating in this poll seem to think that uh, he's doing a good job and that it's given the uh, government uh, a big lift. Um, but it is early days yet. Um, Uh, Kevin Rudd uh, was one who ran high in the polls in a similar way, Uh, but then things um, didn't go well. So I think we need to just keep this in perspective. I think it could well be the case of a new, fresh leader, Uh, but uh, as we've seen often in Australian politics, these polls uh, are very, very fickle.
0: In the preferred Prime Minister stakes, uh, Bill Shorten is trailing by a huge amount.
1: Yes, he is, and uh, this, is, this is quite disastrous for Bill Shorten and his leadership. Um, those, that sort of indicator uh, doesn't bode well for him, and um, he, he would certainly be under a lot of pressure as leader of the Labor Party.
0: How much of this is because of, of the, the ongoing investigation into union corruption, which, which has seen him giving evidence? Is that mud that's stuck?
1: Look, I'm sure that uh, that's part of the reason. Uh, I think also uh, Bill Shorten has failed to uh, connect uh, with the Australian people. He, he is often not direct in the way that he answers questions. Now, that's not unique for parliamentarians, but uh, this this is a particular characteristic of of Mr. Shorten's handling of uh, of the media. Um, and, and I think, uh, you know, for those reasons, he's not resonating. And I think we've seen that uh, through his responses at the trade union uh, royal commission, where again he, he was evasive in the way he answered questions. And um, and, and I think that that's uh, becoming evident to the public.
0: Yeah. Uh, While we're on the subject of Prime Ministers, um, Malcolm Turnbull uh, met with John Key, who I think I have seen described as the most successful centre-right Prime Minister in the world at the moment. Um, Certainly, it it looked like the blossoming of a new bromance.
1: Yes, there's certainly a lot in common between uh, both of these men. Both have been very successful outside of uh, politics. Um, They... uh, uh, a very, um, I guess, liberal in terms of their views on social policy. For instance, both support changing the definition of marriage, which is uh, so. So they've taken sort of a left position into conservative politics and uh, seemingly had electoral success there. So um, certainly a lot in common uh, for the two.
0: The, the, one of the main topics of discussion was this whole business of, of deporting Kiwis who have spent more than a year in jail. Um, There's a lot of unrest about that in New Zealand because it it seems that Kiwis are being picked on because they have no route to becoming a citizen. So if they have been living under the special conditions visa for all their lives since they were small children, suddenly they're sent back to a country they don't know, away from their families, away from their friends. Uh, And Malcolm Turnbull didn't seem willing to budge much on that.
1: Yes, I'm a little bit surprised about that. Uh, Perhaps uh, Mr Turnbull's wanting to continue to show uh, you know, a tough uh, stance on on um immigration issues uh, as perhaps an overhang of the um the uh asylum seeker boat arrival issue but uh really new Zealanders are in a different category to that and i think uh we tend to think of our two countries as as very similar uh, we've had um very loose arrangements between the two in terms of migration, very easy for New Zealanders to come and live in Australia and and we pretty much see them as as Australians. So uh, this idea that New Zealanders um, should be singled out uh, in a different way uh, and even deported um, if they've committed criminal offences and and treated in a different way to Australians does seem a little anomalous and I can understand why our New New Zealand friends are a bit um, concerned about this.
0: Because there's a, a broader issue in that New Zealanders are here effectively as guest workers, and they, are, they pay tax, they do all the other stuff, but they're not allowed to become citizens, they can't vote, they can't claim the benefits that they've paid into the tax system for. It does seem a little unfair when that doesn't happen to Australians who move to New Zealand.
1: Yes, yes, that's right. Uh, It would seem that um, Australians are treated uh, much better by our Kiwi counterparts. Um, Look, I I think this has thrown up a real uh, anomaly, as I say, because um, we tend to think of New Zealanders as as pretty much uh, Australians, and we we know we're different, but uh, because of the free movement between the two countries over uh, decades and decades now, um, it it doesn't seem right that we would treat our New Zealand friends uh, differently to the way we would treat Australians.
0: Unless, of course, New Zealand beats Australia in the Rugby World Cup, in which case well, of course. <laughs> they'll all be deported.
1: <laughs> they should. Like all All Black supporters. <laughs> let's,
0: let's talk a bit about um, Senator Eric Abetz, who, who's come out saying that, that um, Christians there's a huge anti-Christian bias in the media. Uh, and I guess we're all sort of conscious of it, but no one ever wants to mention it.
1: Yes, and um, Senator Eric Abetz, uh, having been dumped from the Cabinet by... Malcolm Turnbull after the leadership coup, I suppose feeling a little bit uh, freer to speak out, perhaps also feeling a little bruised uh, at Mm. what's happened, Uh, but um, I think nonetheless uh, calling out uh, an issue that that is an issue in in the media, and uh, he as a conservative uh, Christian parliamentarian has certainly seen the double standards of the media where uh, he and his colleagues are are often called right-wing extremists, but you never hear... Uh, people on the left called left-wing extremists or godless lefties, uh, whereas you might be, you know, a, a, a Christian right-wing extremist. And uh, I think Senator Erica Betts is, um, is uh, quite right in, in highlighting this as an issue. It really does need to be addressed, and I think our democracy would be served better if there was a little more objectivity from the media. None of us deserve a pre-run, but uh, certainly objectivity and fairness uh, should be uh, part of what we expect from our media.
0: Why do you think it is that the media seems so against people with a a Christian point of view?
1: I think um, ideology has a lot to do with it. Um, There there, there is, uh, I guess, an ideological um, uh, predisposition uh, or preconditioning, I guess, that that occurs as a result of um, uh, so many of our institutions like our universities, which have uh, been captured by a certain way of thinking. And so that's then reflected in the way uh, journalists approach their jobs. Um, I, I'd hasten to add, Alan, that um, you know Christian views on politics don't neatly divide into left or right, uh, but on issues like uh, social policy, where, when it comes to marriage and. Um, the the dignity of human life, the the pro-life issues. Certainly there's a very strong uh, bias in the media against anyone who stands up and speaks publicly on those issues. Uh, They certainly don't get balanced uh, reporting, and I think that's the sort of thing Senator Betts is calling out. It's always good
0: to talk to you. Thanks very much indeed for joining us. We'll look forward to talking to you again at the same time next week. Pleasure,
1: Alan. Thanks a lot for having us.